At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. We have a wonderful show in store for you, an amazing guest, and we're definitely going to have some fun today. Um, First, a quick announcement for those of you who uh, didn't tune in last week or the week before. Uh, I just want to let you know that me, yes, your conscious consultant, is giving a TED Talk next week on April 26th, Tuesday, April 26th. I will be speaking at TEDx Upper West Side. You can get tickets at TEDxUpperWestSide.com. My talk is entitled The Technology of Consciousness. So I hope you will join us for that. Of course, for those of you who are not in New York City, um, I will post the video as soon as I have it, probably take a few weeks a couple of weeks or, or a few days afterwards to, to get that. So uh, I hope you will join me for that. Alrighty, let's get going. So let's start off as we always do with our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First from the universe. It does little good to say you want something and then, just in case, prepare to do without Myself and 10,000 angels await the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe, encouraging us to want something Um, and uh, to not worry about having that safety net, not worry about having that plan B. Um, Very sage words because when we imagine something, when we desire something, we bring it into manifestation. Let's see what Abraham has to say today. Desire summons life force. If we must continue to be alive, we must continue to have new desire. 
You are not willing to let yourself outrageously want because when you outrageously want something that you haven't found a way of getting, it is too uncomfortable and the risk feels too great. We're wanting you to hear that there is no risk at all. Fantasize and watch what happens. Abraham. Ah, now two very interesting quotes that are very much in alignment. Again, I did not cherry pick these quotes. These are the quotes that came to me today in my inbox. They're very much in alignment with each other. And they're both really about desire. They're both about imagination. They're both about putting out there into the universe what it is that you want. Now, in our first quote, it's really about you put it out there and don't come up with a plan B. You put it out there and just know the universe is bringing it to you. The second quote kind of gives us a little insight as to why we don't put the things out there that are super amazing. Like maybe you want to do a TED Talk. You know, it's been a fantasy of mine for years. And the thing is, is, is what Abraham is saying is that we don't allow ourselves to dream big when we don't see a path to get there. You know, we allow the how to stop us from dreaming. And what the universe and what Abraham says is, don't worry about the how. The how is not your job. Your job is the what. Think about, imagine, daydream, have amazing, wild, outrageous dreams. And no second guessing and no, uh, you know, no second guessing, no coming up with plan B, no, uh, you know, what do I do if it doesn't happen? No, you put it out there and you assume the universe is going to bring it to you. You act as if the universe is bringing it to you right now. You in your mind, in your heart, in your body, you feel that this thing you want so outrageously is coming to you. Dare to dream big. That's the message of the day. Dare to dream big. Don't worry about the hows. The hows will reveal themselves to you in the process. Your job, dream big. Get yourself into vibrational alignment. You know, feel it. Be energetically in alignment with that outrageous thing. And sit back. It's not that you do nothing, but sit back and enjoy yourself. Have fun with it. You know, so often Abraham talks about, you know, that, that you know, the journey, the path we take, the way we get to the manifestation of the thing we want, like that's the real juicy bit. It's not about actually getting the thing because by the time you get the thing, it's like, okay, what's the next want? What's the next desire? So enjoy the path. The stuff we want, the desire, it's all an excuse. It's all an excuse to keep us feeling good, to raise our vibration, to keep our energy up and high. And if when we don't worry about the how, we don't worry about actually manifesting the thing, you know what? It's going to happen. It's going to happen because you're just putting out the right energy. You're doing the right things. 
You don't have to know everything, all right? This isn't a, it's a mental exercise of imagination and daydreaming, but it's not a mental exercise of figuring it out. It's not about figuring out. It's about taking one step at a time down this path and just enjoying the path. You know, as my friend Aurea, who also does a radio show on this network, loves to say, revel in the um, uncomfortability, revel in the awkward stage. Because you know what? You're going to miss it after it's gone. So let's just have fun in the process. So two wonderful, encouraging quotes from the universe and Abraham. And I tell you, they're so apropos for my guest. And before I forget, as I, before I introduce him, I just want to let people know we are live streaming on Facebook right now. So all you have to do is go to um, my Facebook page, which is my personal Facebook page, Sam Lebowitz in New York City. And uh, you should see the video and you should see our live stream right now. I know we have a, a few viewers out there. That's great. And, and also just to let you know, if you type in your comments on the Facebook live stream, I'll be able to see them and uh, I'll relay your questions to my guest uh, or, and myself. Um, yeah. And, and actually, for those uh, watching on the live stream, you're going to see a lot of me today because unfortunately my guest is on the phone, not in studio. So it's my pleasure to welcome Joel Bogues. Joel is known as the go-to guy for clarity, confidence, and direction. Um, as a syndicated radio host, yes, a fellow radio talk show host, a best-selling author and success coach, Joel teaches Pichu how to teaches people how to relaunch their lives and start over with confidence. His latest book is Finding Your Voice, and it hit the number one spot on Amazon in the success, happiness, and self-esteem categories. He's, and his podcast, Relaunch, was named by Podcasters Paradise as Best Overall Podcast for 2014 and Most Inspirational Podcast for 2014 and 2015. And he has recently passed the 1 million listener mark. Congratulations, Joel. Hey, thanks, Sam. This this is going to be fun. I've been looking forward to this. Oh, me too. Me too. It's, I really was so um, looking forward to this show because it's just so great to like meet a fellow you know radio show host who's into helping empower people and helping people to live you know a, a more fulfilling life. And so, like, I'm I'm really excited. I'm I'm looking forward to having a lot of fun today. Yeah, me, me as well. Sam, thanks for the invitation. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. So let's start off like giving our audience a little bit of a background. So I'm just just curious. Well, maybe not when you were a little kid, but like when you were in high school, did you think like, oh, man, I want to be like a, a radio talk show host or something? Yeah, as a matter of fact, thank you for asking sure. uh, me, Sam, and uh, thank you again for having me on. What a, what a wonderful invitation. Congratulations, by the way, Sam, on oh. what you have done so far <laughs> with, uh, with, with the show. It's a great resource and to make it available live on Facebook, it's just a perfect fit. So yeah. congratulations on thank, your show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I spent, gosh, a big chunk of the 90s. It's been 25 years. And I Whoa. spent a big chunk behind the microphone in uh traditional radio and also in front of the camera oh. uh, on on television kind of honing and uh, perfecting uh, probably not perfecting but honing and practicing <laughs> how about that okay uh, the the skills and the the abilities that i would then kind of tap into as we stepped into the the 21st century and then podcasting started to kind of peak its 
face over over the horizon. And mm-hmm. when that was happening, I knew that I just needed to be in the industry, in the in the mm-hmm. broadcasting industry, because as you've probably figured out by now, uh, broadcasting is something that that gets into your blood and and, and it runs pretty deep. And right. that was the situation for me. So I in high school. Maybe not so much, but okay. gosh, early twenties. Okay. That 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 bug had um, had burrowed under my skin, and it was there to stay. Mm. So I'm just curious. Do you remember your very first show, the first time you were on air? Gosh, in, tra- <laughs> in, in traditional radio or in podcasting? In, in traditional radio. Yeah, I do. I do. As a matter of fact, I was um, working as a disc jockey, uh-huh. and I was playing um, oldies radio. Ah. At the time, uh-huh. at the time, were forties, fifties, and sixties. Right. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I remember. And I'll tell you the the quick story. I I really understood that I wanted to get into radio, but I, I didn't have any radio experience, and mm-hmm. I, I definitely didn't know anybody in the in the radio business. Mm-hmm. But I knew this one person, and I kind of got got to know her a little bit. I don't even think okay. we were friends, but I I kind of almost knew her. Uh-huh. And she said, "Hey Joel, um, so and so is getting ready to quit. You, you want to be in radio? Why don't you come in and you know apply for their job?" And I was like, "Sure." I didn't know any better, Sam. Uh, I, I, <laughs> That's I a good thing. That was a good thing. That was a good thing. You didn't know any better. Uh, people to do on, on this program. So I thought, well, shoot, why not? You know what the 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 universe and God and some friendly favor. will will probably bring that in my direction. So Monday morning. Um, I went in to apply for this job, and they, they gave me a bunch of um, three-by-five index cards. Mm-hmm. They said, okay, go into this sound booth uh, room, recording room, and just, just record some of these uh, little announcements. Zero training whatsoever, mm. um, using reel-to-reel tape uh, recorders, uh-huh. which is what they used at the time in the biz. And I just kind of you know, read what I, they gave me. probably took about two to four minutes. And then in a very unceremonious way, Sam, I kind of left the cards on the table and walked out the front door, walked to my car and <laughs> drove away. And I thought, well, that was that was fun. And all week went by, not uh-huh. a peep, not a word. Uh-huh. And then Friday afternoon, phone rang. And it was, you know, one of the folks from the radio station. Uh-huh. And he said, do you, do you want to come to work tonight? And I was jumping, leaping out of my chair. Absolutely, I wanted to come come work. So I, sure. I I went to show, and I showed up a few minutes before midnight where the uh, the training would start right there at midnight, mm. uh, Saturday morning where the listenership is low so I could kind of uh, build my roots or, right. or grow my roots rather. That's where it started. Wow, cool. Cool. Okay, it's time for us to take our first commercial break. Um, okay. I want you to hold on. When we come back, I want to find out also a little bit of how you decided to become a coach and an author, and then uh, we'll talk about your transition over to from the world of broadcast to the world of podcasting, okay? Looking forward. Sounds great. Everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is Joe Bogus, and we will be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And, and welcome, welcome to, to 21st, 21st Century Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business and your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Um, so, Joel, you, you started off in, in broadcast. Um, uh, at what point did you decide to become a coach? Yeah, that, that's a great question as well. And that actually does go back uh, a little bit more I- into my history. And, you know, Sam, I, I have always had uh, just a driving passion to, to help people really get an understanding of, of, of who they are, Mm-hmm. So they could then grow into who they were created to be and serve, you know, people at, at the same time. And it, it, I think back to when I was a teenager, I was about, you know, 15, 16 year, years old. And I had a job as a karate instructor. I was actually teaching oh. little bitty kids, you know, age four or five, six, right. how to how to do karate. And if you think about it, I was teaching little kids how to, you know, punch and kick and spin and, and do all those cute things that little kids do in their little white uniform. Yeah. But really what I was teaching people how to, what to do, teaching those little kids how to, how to focus, how to believe in themselves and, and how to stick to, to their goal. Right. Because martial arts is really more of a philosophy. I mean, it's not really, when you get to the heart of it, it's not really about fighting per se, but it's about learning sort of this internal philosophy and discipline, and you're just applying it as a way of defending yourself. Absolutely. And after high school, when I started college, went to Texas Tech, I um, got a job as a swimming instructor. And then all of a sudden, those, those little kids that I was teaching became teenagers, uh-huh. And all of a sudden, uh, I was teaching teenagers something completely different. I wouldn't take mm-hmm. teaching them how to, you know, spar and and defend themselves and things of that nature. I was teaching people how to, uh, you know, jump off the board and go underwater. You know, learn how right. to swim. Right. And so the mechanics of what I was teaching people had changed, obviously, mm-hmm. but. Really, what I was teaching people had stayed exactly the same, and that is to, you know, have confidence, to believe in themselves, and to and to get to their goal. How to stick stick to the program. Right. After college, I was a personal trainer, oh. and, and again, the mechanics of what I was teaching people how what to do had changed. But right. really, it hadn't changed at all. I was still teaching people how to how to believe in themselves, how to be disciplined. So that they could get to their goal. And then later in life, I got a master's degree in counseling psychology 
you know, and I, and I started working as a therapist. Oh, okay. obviously you see the, uh, the pattern. Yes. <laughs> outlined helping, by helping the, pretty people. much the entire tract of my life. And, and now as a, a, an author and a, as a success coach, you know what, Sam, I'm, I just turned 47 the other day and I'm doing the exact same thing I was doing at age 15. <laughs> wow. That's great. That's great. You know what I find fascinating? And this is to me so interesting about you is like, you know, being a, a, a radio show host is something not necessarily very physical. I mean, it is in a way, but it's more about using your voice, right? But Absolutely. you've had this whole other tract of your life that was a very physical component, martial arts, uh, swim training, personal trainer. So it's like you, you balanced yourself out of, you know, from on one hand, sort of this, this passion of sitting behind a microphone and basically being in a chair for many hours at a time to being very physical and very active, you know, outside the studio. Yeah, pretty much. I, I still say very active. I believe, you know, activity is just such an integral part of, of who I am. Hmm. And it's the way to get to true life success, being physically active in, in whatever you choose to participate in. Right. So, so how many years now oh, would you say you've been doing your coaching work? Gosh. You know, I stepped away from corporate America in Christmas 2006. Okay. So that's that was ten years ago. Ten years ago. Wow. So, so I would say, yeah, that's that's pretty darn accurate because I remember going through uh, the Christmas holidays and then uh, at the beginning of two thousand and seven, you know, hitting the ground running uh, as as a, a person that could help people, you know, get from point A to point B personally and also professionally in their life. So over the years, like the, the, what type of people have you sort of attracted to your coaching practice? Has it evolved and changed over the years or are you kind of working with the same kinds of people that you did when you first started your coaching practice? Yeah. What a, what a, what a great question. And it has evolved over the years because I have evolved right. over the years as, as a practitioner. Oh, okay. And as a, as a as a provider, and to make a long story a little bit short, I have a tendency <laughs> to not that, but I'll try this time just to respect your time and the time of your listeners. But it, it seems to be that the the people that resonate the most with with my coaching style seem to be you know forty five, fifty, fifty five year olds, people that are in that kind of a transition. Mm -hmm. in their life and, and they're looking to make a transition not because they have to but mm -hmm. because they want to mm, that's a big distinction and, and, and they want to you know learn more about who they are as a person they, they want to understand their skills and abilities their personality style their values dreams and passions not just so that they can know that stuff and right. put it on a shelf right but so that they can put wheels underneath it and move with it right. and use it to impact their lives and also the, the lives of those people that mean the most to them. And that can be their family. Right. That can be their friends, right. you know, people that they went to school with, um, friends from church, or that can, that can be their clients, you know, people that they're, they're here to serve. Right. Um, we can definitely take that inner knowledge the knowledge of that inner game and, and apply it to, to a business like right. opening up a consultant practice or a coaching business or right. a, 
service-based business or not. Right. It's completely up to to the person what they want to do once they arm themselves with knowledge and understanding of their best features and their enduring qualities. Right. Did that answer your question? hope it did. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it gave me an idea. Um, it's interesting how sort of as time has developed, more people have been interested in sort of changing their life, changing their careers, doing something different. And at the mm-hmm. same time, with the tools that we have available now, it's actually easier than it's ever been before, hasn't it? Absolutely. There, there's more information than what we know how to do with. And that, that is a blessing and a curse. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. But, but, but the blessing is that if, if we are committed to, to finding our way back to ourselves, right. think about that as a visual image, finding mm, your way back I like to that. yourself. If, if, we're, if we promise that we're going to do that for ourselves, gosh, there is an unbelievable amount of useful information and people that can, that can help you do just that. You know, linking arms with you know someone someone like you, or or someone in in your network, and you know walking alongside people that have traveled that journey before in their own lives, and have some some ideas and some practices that have have worked for them right. that they can share. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, and and like I said before, it's also like the tools are so available now. It, it it's you can set up an online business. Just as an example, not that everybody should. There are lots of people who shouldn't. But but if you wanted to, the the barrier to entry is so low now. So that if if you have some idea, whether it's for an app or an online store or just a blog that you can monetize, you can really do it without having to have, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to invest in a business, which is very, very different from traditional business. Right. And and that's still stumping a lot of people, I think. Yes. F- from launching the, the business. Right. That they've been promising themselves uh, that they they would. Right. I, I think that a lot of folks are are stuck in in this rut of of old school thinking. Yeah. Of I've got to lease a building. Right. I've got to hire a staff. Right. I've got to furnish my office. I've got to get equipment. Yeah. And, and things of that nature. Well, well, while that was true at one point in time, it's not true today. No. Because you you can start your business out of a closet. Matter of fact, I was, <laughs> I was seriously, I was, um, let me think here. I was being interviewed yesterday. No, I'm sorry. I was interviewing someone uh, two days ago and, and they were launching their business and they were in their closet behind them. I saw their wife's clothes. Hanging. <laughs> it it wasn't, wasn't her delicate garments, right? <laughs> but I, I saw his wife's clothes because he, he was, you know, using his podcast as, as part of his marketing funnel, which wow. is smart, by the way. Wow, cool, cool. And he was he was literally in his closet where he was starting his thing. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, just quickly, you have a couple of minutes before we go to break again. I'm I'm wondering if yeah. you could tell us sort of the difference you see in somebody who who maybe you've helped them to sort of relaunch themselves. Like what changed about them internally once they made the leap and went from being, you know, a, a corporate office worker to being some form of an entrepreneur? Okay. Do you want me to answer that now or do you want me yeah, to? Yeah, if you can give us maybe just a, a, a quick, quick answer. 
Okay. Quick answer prior uh, before the break is that I think people have really got a handle like um, with uh, a firm grip, mm-hmm. a, a handle on who they really are mm-hmm. as a person and what they have to offer mm-hmm. to the world. And the people that are willing to embrace uh, some of that understanding, mm-hmm. those are the people that go far. Right. And they're able to you know, take that knowledge and do something with it mm-hmm. to give it, give it some mobility. And now on the other side, I think the folks that kind of are still spinning their wheels are the, the ones that are still fighting, mm. fighting with that, that inner civil war that's going on mm. by them where they, where they try to change themselves into some other kind of person. Mm. Okay. All right. Great. Great. Thanks, Joel. All right. So we'll take a a quick break. And when we come back, let's talk about how you got into sort of that podcasting side and and what kind of led you to make that decision. Okay. Sure. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. Are you looking for a show where people talk about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Well, then you have come to the right place because The Rob and Callie Show is doing just that. For the last 10 years, Rob and I have been having our own version of Sunday morning therapy sessions on the phone, and now we're bringing it to the radio. So tune in and call in live Wednesdays, 8 to 8.30 on talkradio.myc. And that's Eastern Standard Time, so join us. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. A little bit of a technical issue there for a second. Um, so, uh, uh, Joel, uh, you were a sort of a traditional broadcaster. See, this is in, in one way in which you and I are different is I actually have no background in traditional broadcast other than having been interviewed once or twice on uh, evening news and, and on some shows. Um, and, and I actually never really even thought about going into broadcasting. It wasn't even in my radar. I don't know why. It just never any encouragement or just not the opportunity until I took over Talking Alternative. And of course, I'm taking over a network. I may as well have my own show. Um, but you were actually in broadcast. And so I'm curious as to what sort of got you to say, I mean, I understand podcasting was was kind of becoming, but what got you to say, you know what, I really want to dive into this this online version from going from broadcast and 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 really give it a, a big shot. Sure, I, I saw the possibilities in podcasting, and and I saw that 
it, it was a very, very real resource, mm-hmm. uh, a resource for way for people to consume content. Right. And I, I don't know how, how it is where, where you live, but in Texas, I live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh-huh. You know, every time I pass an, an Apple store or a smartphone store, uh, it is bustling with, with people. And people are walking yeah. out with iPhones <laughs> and Galaxies and Droids and smartphones. Uh-huh. And every single one of those people now today ha- have access to your content. If you're doing live streaming radio like you're doing, or right. if you're doing a podcast right. like we do three times a week. And right. if, if you have a show and it's, and it's doing well, well, gosh, just think about the possibilities. Mm-hmm. When, when that person is at home alone, sitting on the couch, scrolling through their new smart device, and they they see that podcast app, which is natively installed on all iTunes uh, iPhones mm. now. And they see that podcast app, and, and they can click it. And if you're there, and you're right. you're strong right. w- with your show, that person can immediately become a listener, right. and then later later a customer. Yeah, yeah. And, and to me, one of the most exciting things about it is you know, being able to reach people around the globe. Like you know, I just took a quick look at the back end, and we have people listening from. France, from Mexico, from China, from Korea, from Japan, and, you know, across the United States. And, and, and to me, it just gives me such a kick to know that, you know, we're touching people's lives around the globe that may have an impact, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 100 years down the road that we can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. It's amazing when you think about, uh, and you never know who's, who's listening. That, that, to me, is a cool concept. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. So what were the challenges for you going online after having been a a broadcast veteran? Sure. Well, you know, uh, like many entrepreneurs these days, I'm I'm continuously challenged by the changing uh, technology. But I was committed to what I wanted to do behind the microphone. And also in the impact that I wanted to have on on people that would not only listen to the show, but also would um, you know, work with us one-on-one in, in group settings. Right. So I pushed forward, mm. and and I surrounded myself with as many people as I could get that were smarter than me, that yeah. knew more stuff that, than I knew, right. that that could that could help me right. in this. And and the the power of linking arms. And relationships is mm. where, where it's all about. Mm. Wonderful. Um, I, I talk about relationships a lot uh, on our on our show, and it, it's you know, surrounding yourself with a team right. that can really help you. You know, Michael Jordan said that talent wins games, but teamwork wins championships. Mm. And that is exactly right. Yeah. You know, you, you can you can be the star of the game. But that will quickly fade. Right. But but if you surround yourself like MJ Michael Jordan did with mm-hmm. guys like Scottie Pippen and you know yeah. uh, the the all the other folks that helped the Bulls dominate Bulls. Yeah. that era for many years. All yeah. that one championship after championship up to six NBA rings is right. um with with the, that ended up and Phil Jackson twelve rings. Yeah. 
Yeah, amazing, amazing, absolutely. And and you know, really, it's it's relationships are so so important today. I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh, you know, just like the way we got connected through my dear friend uh, Teresa de Grobois, who's been on my show a couple of times. Uh, she's been amazing at introducing me to just some uh, powerful, influential people. Um, and I've gotten many many guests on my show through her and through her her evolutionary business council network um so big hats off to teresa i hope she's listening sometime maybe to the recording um so you know of course being a fellow uh, uh online uh, uh talk show person i have to find out like what's your secret sauce that you were able to get named you know best overall podcast and most inspirational podcast by podcasters paradise what do you think what do you think caused you to stand out in the in their minds to, that you stood above other people doing similar things sure i i think it goes to promotion uh, and, and and networking okay without a doubt um there there are many many shows out there but but you've got to do something a little bit different right. to put yourself in a category of one which is what we did right and and I think the the marketing and the promotional aspect is is what did it for us. Okay. And you can you can have the best show in the world, but if you don't promote yourself properly, then nobody's going to know about it. Nobody will listen. Right. So so, so, can, so that's, give, yeah. give us some examples. You know, what's one thing that you did to promote your show that you found made a huge difference? Oh sure, yeah. Well, one of the things that that we do is we continue to promote our show and to con- continue to cycle it through the, the social media channels. Okay. Here's what I mean by that. You know, if you think about a, a mall, uh-huh. think about a busy mall in your local town. Well, social media is is like that mall with a revolving door on it. Right. And what what happens, Sam is. And this isn't new information. You know this is people are continuously coming into to the to the mall, right? Just like on Twitter, just like on right. Facebook, LinkedIn, and the other ones, right. people are continuing to file their way in. Right. And if you repurpose your your show and continue to circulate it, well, you have a much better chance right. of you know of touching more people, right. impacting right. more lives, and and that's one of the things that that we do. Uh, religiously uh, is continue to circulate in the social channels, you know, our, our shows and later because we pay attention to stuff, we, we can figure out which shows are uh, getting the most clicks gotcha, and uh, downloads and things of that nature. And that, that tells me not cause I'm a smart person, but just cause I can kind of figure it out that, okay, well I, I probably want to, promote more heavily the popular ones uh, and maybe back off a little bit on the the lighter trafficked ones right okay so like kind of like going with your strengths and seeing okay this is what people like so let's push this one a little bit more absolutely cool uh, out of curiosity what are some of the ways in which you repurpose your podcast sure there's no magic science to it right. uh we just can I continue to just get it out there. Okay. And uh, also, I try to reference it as much as I can. Ah, okay. So it's kind of like, like once. Instance, 
once it's posted, like it's like a newsletter. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Steve. No, I was go just going to say. So, like, once you post the podcast, you like you know linking to it, saying, "Hey, if you missed my show, you know, check it out here," and you do that in different platforms. Yeah, absolutely. I just sent out a newsletter today to my list, and you know, I, I referenced not only a podcast that I had done with a particular guest, but also an, an affiliate link that um, tied in with that particular guest. Uh, so I, I just made it because it made sense. Mm-hmm. It, it, it wasn't just a standalone. Oh, by the way, click this. Right. But it it made it it added value to the information that I was sending out. Gotcha. 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 Okay, great. Uh, the hours flying by. So I really want to get to your book. Finding your voice. What made you decide to kind of make the decision of like, man, you know what? I got to get something down on paper. <laughs> you know, I, I, time for me to start writing a book. Well, first, first of all, I think everyone has a book in them. Absolutely. However, very few people will take action on it and right. put together a book. Right. And if you're in business, brick and mortar, online business or somewhere in between, you, you need to have a book because what I've figured out is that that is one of the best calling cards ever mm. it is to, to be able to put a physical book, not any book, but a physical book in somebody's hand right. and, and, and sign it for them. Right. I, I think that is one of the most powerful things that you can do. Right. Right. So Absolutely. everyone needs need a book. And I, I try to remember to take those with me wherever I'm going to a live event or to a networking deal because most people don't have a book. Right. But if you're able to put one in someone's uh, palm and have your business card in there, uh-huh. uh, that immediately sets you apart for, from, from everyone else. Cause that's, that's, that's the business advantage. But frankly, I just thought it was needed for okay. me to tell my own uh, personal struggle okay. story, mm-hmm. uh, w- which involves you know, near-death experiences, um, uh-huh. at-risk kids, that's me, uh-huh. and uh, a, a lot of abuse in the early years up to when I was you know, 13, 14. Uh-huh. But um, I, okay. I thought that that story needed to be told because that can be a beacon for, right. for other folks. All right. I thought that was important. Did, did you, also, I thought, go ahead. I was just going to ask, did you get like much reaction from people? Like did people who, who could really relate to that sort of ask, at-risk side of you like, kind of reach out and say, oh, you know, this, this story really, really landed with me? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it, it ended up becoming number one on Amazon in, in all three categories. Wow. Same day, same hour. So, yeah, I resonated with someone, I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. What, uh, just about the process of creating the book, what did you find really surprised you about it that you didn't realize going into the idea of writing it? Boy, it's a, it, it does take a little bit of work. Ah. And um, one of the things that I did repeatedly was just to read it over, to read it over and to make uh, adjustments and changes and, and, and things of, of that nature. And, and frankly, it, it got a little tiring. Uh, but I was clear on what I wanted to do. Uh, okay. 
and, and I didn't waver on that. And I okay. think that's the game changer right there. Gotcha. Be clear on what you want to do. Um, take failure out of the equation, not right. an option. Right. And, you know, continue to move forward. Right. No plan B, right? <laughs> right. Something like that. Wonderful. And so... um the book's been out a while now. It's been out a, 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 a how long? Two years? Uh, well, three years? Yeah, three years. Three years. So what has surprised you since the book has come out? What, what's sort of surprised you since it came out? Hmm, that's a good question. I would say that what is surprising me currently is that I'm feeling led back to it, mm. and I'm feeling led to really help people in a, in a different way than I've been doing recently. Okay, to really help them get clarity, confidence, and direction on their voice, their their inner voice, right. so that they can make a difference for the people that they're sent here to serve. Uh. Okay, great. And that's, yeah, that, that that's pretty strong Yeah, with me right now, Sam. Great, great. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So uh, we got to go to our, believe it or not, last break of the hour. Um, but when we come back, I, um, I would love to briefly just kind of hear about your near-death experience because I've had many people on my, my show, various things of their ne- near-death experiences. I'm, I'm curious to hear about yours. Um, and then let's let people know, like, how do they find your podcast and your book and all that other good stuff. Cool. Okay, Joel? Yes. Awesome. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour has been Joel Bogus, and we will be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and storytelling? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your brand new radio host on talkradio.nyc. I've been professionally writing and drawing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for over 15 years. Catch my new show, Secrets of the Sire, Fridays at 11 a.m. and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com right now. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. So, Joel, I mean, you got me intrigued. You mentioned uh, that p- part of your book was about um, your near-death experience. I'm, I'm fascinated with those kinds of things, as you know. So uh, tell our audience just kind of briefly, you know, what happened that you um, had that close brush with death, and then how did that change you afterwards? 
Yeah, wow. Now that is a whole show. Yeah, I'm in, sure in it is. Of, in and of itself. We need the Reader's yeah, Digest yeah. version. Sure, sure. <laughs> well, by the way, you, you can uh, look that up on on Amazon, Finding Your Voice, um, or fyvbook.com is where you can get all the, uh, ah, the scoop okay. and watch the trailer uh, on the book, fyvbook.com. Um, when my parents divorced, Sam, when I was about three years old. Oh, okay. I wasn't. I wasn't about three. I was three, mm-hmm. and when I was five, I was living with my mom at the time, and I, I was out with my dad on, on a weekend kind of excursion. In fact, mm-hmm. we were on a, a kind of a hiking trip, okay. trip in the middle of the Texas Hill Country. Okay. And I, uh, me being a kid, and the two older kids that I was playing with, kind of ventured off from the adults in that group and kind of set off on our own little exploratory uh, journey. Mm-hmm. And we ended up scaling the side of this hill, mm-hmm. Texas Hill Country. And running parallel to this hill was this bridge, which probably to me at age five looked more like a, a jungle gym. <laughs> and, and I stepped one foot after another onto this bridge ran to the middle of this bridge that stretched over this this gorge mm-hmm. that dropped 30 feet deep. Uh-huh. And I laid on my stomach, and, and I called out to my dad, who was way down below with the, the rest of the adults. And about that time, Sam, a, uh, a rumbling uh, happened, uh-huh. uh, rumbling over my right shoulder, probably a good quarter mile to a half a mile uh, down the way. And what was happening is this bridge wasn't actually a bridge, but it was a, it was a train trestle. Oh. Train was coming towards us. Ooh. And, and the details are a little bit sketchy uh, for me. But okay. at the end of the day, my dad ended up on top of the bridge. I was at the bottom of the ditch uh, laying on a, on a pile of jagged rocks, uh, having had three skull fractures and was Ooh. still uh, bleeding. Uh, profusely and now take a breath and think about this this was 41 day uh, 41 years ago mm. in the mi- in the middle of the texas hill country there was no uh-huh. gps or no cell phones right no pretty much anything but somehow through the, through the oh, not somehow through the grace of god the emergency rescue team found us and, and cut their way through the thicket and was able to transport me 45 minutes away from the texas hill country to downtown san antonio and it moved me into the um, Santa Rosa Children's Intensive Care Unit. Okay. And from there, and from a deep coma, it is where I fought for my life for the next three weeks. And Ooh. as I woke up at age six, that's when the actual relaunch, which is the name of my show, right. started for me. Wow. And, uh, and then there is a lot of recovery. There's a lot of abuse. Sure. Um that happened on both sides of my parents' lives. Remember, they were still trying to heal from their own broken uh, relationship. Right. Not to mention right. a son that was now broken. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's uh, quite traumatic, as they say. Um, but uh, how do you feel that that part of your life really serves you now? In every single Yeah. And I know that's probably not the answer that you want, nor will be helpful. So what what I think is that has given me 
um, a certain level of insight uh-huh. into into other people. Hmm. And I, I think that really strikes me deeply to get it to help not only other people but also myself really understand life at a deeper meaning mm-hmm. so that they can do something meaningful, worthwhile, and in business circles, profitable. Uh, okay, wonderful, wonderful. So, Joel, you've done so much with your life. What's next for Joel Bogus? Yeah, I appreciate you, you asking that. It's a continual journey, Sam, Yeah. Uh, f- for you, for me, for everyone tuning in to the uh, Conscious Consultant. And I am uh, having a blast with, with our show, yeah. as you've mentioned. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We, we passed the 1 million listens mark. We've been mentioned at Huff and, and Inc. Magazine as being one of the top podcasts out there. We were just having a blast doing it, making all kinds of friends and then uh, monetizing it mm. in, in more ways than one. We've actually figured out some of the hidden monetization opportunities of, of podcasting, ah. which, which has been a, a blast mm-hmm. to, to uncover. Mm-hmm. And it's opening up the doors for us and, and giving us the opportunity to speak on a lot of stages, mm. which, um, you know, we're, it's almost May. And I was looking at my calendar, May through September, I'm pretty much one event after another. Not quite as hectic as that, but you know, pretty much stacked up, uh, up and up through September. Wow! Probably end up becoming to the end of the year, when it's when it's all said and done, and uh, we're just having so much fun doing that and working, you know, one on one with folks, and also in groups, helping people get a grip, like with two hands, mm. on on who they are, so that they can then grow more into who they were created to be. Great, great. So what what one last piece of advice would you give our listeners who are either looking to start their own podcast or looking to relaunch themselves or just looking to make a change in their life? What would you say to them? I say being true to the person that you were created to be, using the knowledge that you already have, it, that's the greatest gift that mm-hmm. you can give to yourself, your family, Mm-hmm. your clients, the people that you serve, and to yourself, being true to who you were created to be, not who other people said you should be, mm-hmm. right? but who you were created to be. I think that's the game changer. Right. It's been one for me. Right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Excellent. Excellent. Um, so, Joel, if, if people want to find your podcast and listen to you, how do they do that? Sure. Best place to go, Sam, is relaunchshow.com. Okay. And that is where all of our podcast episodes are. That's where all of our free resources uh, are located. And that's also where you can uh, get some information about the book and some of the other things that we have used and are using for uh, our, our business. Uh, uh, the second UR, URL that mm-hmm. I'll give you is re- uh, relaunchshow.com slash resources. Mm-hmm. I, I get asked a lot, you know, Joel, what's the best this? And Joel, what's yeah, the best that? And I'm yeah. sure you, you do as well. So we put together that page, relaunchshow.com slash resources for um, a, a quick at a glance look at what we've used and are using mm-hmm. to to power our 
online business and presence. Wonderful, wonderful. By the way, on the, the Facebook video live stream, I just got a little message from Jeff Nicholson. He says, Joel rocks. Tell him I say hi. From, oh, awesome. From at GN Coach. All right, great. Thanks, Jeff. I, I see his uh, comment. Yeah. I just like Cool, cool. And uh, if people want to learn more about your coaching services, uh, where would they go? Sure, same place. Same uh, Relaunchshow.com. Relaunchshow. That's like your, your central hub. And that's the headquarters. And, of course, you can, you can tweet. At, tweet. Uh, it's just my name, Joel Bogus. Or, or on Facebook. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, Joe, it's been a real pleasure having you on the show today. I, I really, uh, you really speak to my heart and, um, and, and I love learning all about, um, about you and your path and your story. And, uh, I know the, the two of us, we definitely have to keep in touch and, and, uh, see what we can do to maintain this relationship now that Teresa put us together. I look forward to it, Sam. Absolutely. And and you got to promise me, you got to let me know if you ever come to the Big Apple, New York City, and I'll do the Absolutely same. Absolutely, I, I will. And if I make it out to Dallas-Fort Worth area, I was out there many years ago, I haven't been there for a long time, but, you know, if we're in each other's neck of the woods, we got to get together, all right? Absolutely. All right, wonderful. Thank you so much. And you, so Sam. take care. And so I also want to remind my listeners, those that if, if you missed it at the beginning of the show, as I mentioned, your conscious consultant, myself, Sam Leibowitz, will be doing a TED Talk this coming Tuesday, April 26th at TEDx Upper West Side. You can still get tickets at TEDxUpperWestSide.com. Um, it's an all-day event from 9 to 5. There's myself and several other amazing speakers. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the technology of consciousness um, and uh, sort of why consciousness is the ultimate technology. So I do hope uh, those of you who are local in the New York City area who can come out will come out. I promise, I promise, people have been asking me, will I post the video afterwards? Yes, I will post the video afterwards. Um, I'll probably put a link in the newsletter to it. And uh, if anybody listening, if you've not yet signed up for our newsletter and you want to know about, you know, the upcoming shows and who our upcoming guests are, please just go to our website, Talk radio.nyc and you'll see right above the banner on top that has our schedule for the week of all of our live shows right underneath you can sign up uh, for our newsletter Um, I really hope you can make it Jeff Nicholson, thank you so much for uh, interacting with us on the Facebook live stream. We we appreciate you. Um, if anyone saw before, the who was that? You know, little girl came in in the door behind me. That's our intern Ho Jun, who's with us until uh, the middle of June. So uh, we're very appreciative of all the work she does. Thank you all for listening. Our shows continue tomorrow at 11 a.m. on Friday. At Secrets of the Sire. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next week. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? 
What about music and storytelling? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your brand new radio host on talkradio.nyc. I've been professionally writing and drawing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for over 15 years. Catch my new show, Secrets of the Sire, Fridays at 11 a.m. and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com right now. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And And welcome welcome to to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.